Well, welcome everybody to the Stacy Hobblesel Show. Today we have our guest Julie Perry is coming, and we're going to be talking about the spirit, the soul, and the body, and all three of those and how they intertwine, intermix together. And um, we're going to be talking about bi- some Bible verses that are relatable to those and bring in some personal life experiences as well that we've had and just shoot the breeze and have a conversation and talk. So thank you for coming, listening to this episode, and we will have you meet Julie here in just a moment. Hey, Julie. Hey, can you hear me? Welcome. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yeah, clear. Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, sure. Glad you're glad you came to listen or join me on this podcast. Yeah. So. So you let me um, kind of pick what my topic was going to be about. So I I was reading your book and um, the thing that stood out the most to me was about the spirit, spirit, soul and body and how it intertwined with the Holy Spirit. So I kind of got that idea from your book. Yeah. Um, You think we should start by just breaking down, because some of your listeners might not know what the spirit, soul, and body consists of, really. Yeah, yeah. So the spirit part, at least, uh, that one, is uh, it's the innermost part of the body or the being. Mm-hmm. And like the part that uh, helps us connect to God and um, and our spirit lives on, you know, when we pass away, our body passes away and our spirit lives on. Yes. And so that's like the most um, center part. And uh, I think and it's where you're consciousness maybe is when you think of yourself mm-hmm. or your character and where your faith resides yeah so that is um like who we are our i think our personalities and our character mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what about Sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh, that yeah, that's our spirit being. Oh, and so then the second one, what is the, what do you think of when you think of your soul? Like our mind, our will, our emotions, our yeah. kind of between spiritual man and kind of like the link between the spirit and the body yeah and things like I think that. I think our our soul is also attracted to both the spiritual realm and the material realm or the worldly realm so it kind of If your spirit man isn't built up, it kind of is a battlefield in your mind of good and evil. 
because your soul is connected both to the worldly and the spiritual where your spirit's mostly just connected between you and God. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then of course our body. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think our body is um, the third, the outer most part of our being and it contains our five senses the ones that we connect to with the world like touch sight smell taste and hear but we can we uh, communicate to the world and other people with with our body but it is mortal like you said earlier it, mm -hmm. it's it's not um, gonna last forever like our spirit mm-hmm But, um, and then, so we were going to talk here and how it connects to those three things, things, right? Yeah. So, like, we, the Holy Spirit can connect with each of those different levels or layers, if you will, um, in different ways. And, like, for example, um, just give an example, like if we want to go get something at the store, like buy something for ourselves, but we kind of do it on impulse, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but our spirit inside of us, our spirit man is like, I don't know, that doesn't seem like it would fit in the budget or it's not the right time to do that right now. But our physical body you know, or the temptation of our flesh, you know, mm -hmm. would want to get this item or do this thing. And so it's like the spirit of God comes in and like, you know, it's like sometimes I feel like it checks us in a way, in a good way. Yeah. So we're not just living in our emotions and, and mm -hmm. wanting it just because you want something doesn't mean you need it or it doesn't fit in your budget or yeah. Yeah. I, agree. I also think the Holy Spirit can, has a way of calming us down that you may like, um, like a lot, you may have a hard time. Well, I remember seeing this quote in your book that stood out to me that said, the Holy Spirit has a way of calming us that you may try with other things, but those are temporary, like shopping, like you said, or smoking or being distracted with entertainment. The Holy Spirit is like the true healer that calms the spirit in difficult times. Because I know for me, back in, in my past, in my early 20s, I would uh, go to the flesh to calm down, go smoke a cigarette or, you know, if I was stressed out or, and yeah. you know, that was temporary. So I really liked that you mentioned that it, it's the only thing that's lasting. So now if I'm uh, upset or frustrated, I, I just go get a little bit of quiet time, I spend time in prayer and the Holy Spirit is really healing and calms, calms me. <laughs> yes. Because I know, like, I first met Jesus when I was uh, 13 years old. Wow. And, and I've gone, 
a little away from him since I first got introduced to him, you know, but, but he's the only thing that has sustained all these years. And I, but sometimes with our human flesh, we want to go get the next quick fix thing that's temporarily, it'll satisfy us for the moment. But then we get like regret or, you know, guilt or something that we shouldn't have done things or we like, we need to look to God first um, instead of last, but a lot of us look at them last, you know. Yeah, I I wasn't I didn't turn Christian or get saved until I was in my early twenties, like twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, I never went to a church as a child, so uh, it was a oh I I mean I knew about it and I knew about it and I believed the Bible. I just never was introduced to it. Every once in a while, we'd go to church with my dad's mom um, on special occasions like Christmas or Easter and watch a pageant or something. <laughs> yeah. And so I, when I was, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Huh. Oh, I was just going to say when I was in my early 20s or so, I used to live just in my body and soul. I learned um, I had a spirit man consciousness like but I I didn't like it so I learned to ignore it <laughs> which is not a good advice at all because um that's what keeps you in check and like you said keeps your keeps reminding you and prompting you hey you shouldn't do that hey you shouldn't do that but I'll, um the more you ignore the Holy Spirit or your spirit man it seems like the more um the less you can hear it it gets softer until all of a sudden you don't even hear it anymore. So if you ignore it, it does, it does uh, get quieter. And that's, that's not a good thing. You want that to lead your life. Yes. And uh, yes, that's so true and good. And um, yeah, I did. I had a drug addiction back in the day. And so when I was 13, I went to a, a rehab. Uh, the place that my parents sent me to and that's where I encountered um Jesus because I never went to church before then either but got out of the place I kind of went back certain drugs dabbled a little bit but then I got back on track again so but yes yeah. if, if you keep like for drug addiction or any destructive path the voice of God does or your consciousness does get quieter and it's kind of dangerous can be dangerous yeah i too oh. have struggled with some addictions but not only drugs and alcohol but also like adrenaline i wanted to jump off bridges and go bungee jumping and the biggest roller coasters and crazy things like that and um i literally thought like if uh, it was good, like it felt good, you know, to my body or my emotions, then a little bit, it, then uh, a lot must be better, right? Well, that was wrong. That was definitely me living in the world and failing. There were a lot of consequences to every action. And I had ignored the Holy Spirit for so long that um, I just couldn't hear it anymore. Yeah. But. 
one day, you know, I woke up and I remember the Holy Spirit guiding me and speaking to me. And so clearly, I didn't really like myself or where I was in life. And I just woke up and I was like, I don't want to be like this anymore. And um, to my, uh, I was surprised at the time. He actually heard me when I prayed, you know, because I was like, oh, I'm too much of a sinner. He's not going to take me back, you know. People right. have those fears in their head, but he does. He loved me and he did not reject my prayers or withhold love from me anymore. So it was amazing. I thought I had sinned too, as too far gone and I was too far, you know, lost that why would he want me? You know, right, but exactly. it's not true. It's the uh, lies of the enemy. Yeah, it's crazy how the enemy can just like weasel its way in. Even today, I find him trying to get in certain areas of my life. and I, But I notice it more now. So I can like, I, you know, like with our minds, yeah. our minds are powerful and, uh, we have to, each time we have a thought that's not of God, you know, um, we cast that thought down and say, that's, yeah. that's not the, from God. So. Yeah, I think second Corinthians, that's second Corinthians 10, five, um, take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. That was one of the first scriptures I, I learned as a new Christian, but then I was like, okay, I want to do that, but how do you do that if you don't know the word, <laughs> you know, because at that time I was like, I want to do that, but uh, I didn't, I hadn't, you know, dug into the word and built up my spirit man to know, I mean, I honestly knew right from wrong, mm -hmm. but like scripture, you know, to back it up or, or to back up my prayers or to stand on, you know. Yeah, and it took a while, but and if, and if you didn't know if a thought came through, if it was of God or not, it's hard to distinguish. Yes, and you're used to just not taking any thought captive, you just think whatever you think. Exactly, it was almost easier when I learned, um, John 10 10. It was the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that was like three things I could remember compared to all the other verses of the. So I just thought, um, if I can remember those things, and if it lines up with that, then I know it's from the enemy. That's how I started out anyway. Yeah, that's good. That's good. If, if there's any thought that's coming to steal, kill, or destroy your self-esteem or your character or your mindset or your mm -hmm. life or anything that's of the enemy. Yeah. But, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I used to have like really bad anxiety attacks and stress almost to the point where, um, it would affect my body. Um, like I'd have chest pains or achy muscles and headaches and I wouldn't sleep because I'd just be stressed out about general stuff in life. Nothing. Now I look back, I'm like, why was I so stressed out about that? But it's a real feeling and it came out through my body. So um, the more I allowed the Holy Spirit to guide my life and the more was the more peace that I had. I just had to allow the Lord to show me and what I was thinking on. Um, cause if I would start thinking about things that stressed me out, I mean, it doesn't add 
days to my life, you know, and sometimes you can't, you can't control everything and your thought. I mean, you can control your thoughts. So um, Galatians 5, 16 through 25 kind of helped me accurately depict like the war going on in my soul when, um, when left to my own mind, will and emotions compared to the changes in me when led by the Holy Spirit. Do you want to read Galatians 5, 16 through 25? Because I think that is like a good scripture that helps people like show people exactly when you're on your own mind, will and emotions, and the Holy Spirit isn't guiding you, the difference of your actions. You want me to read it? Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't have that in front of me right now. Okay, I'll look. I have my Bible in front of me, so I mean, okay. I'll read it. Okay, um, let's see, Galatians five. Okay, it starts out by saying, "So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not be gratified. The desire, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh, for the." Flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are on conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law of Moses. The act of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurities, a debauchery, adultery, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of anger, or rage, selfish ambition, envy, drunkenness. Um, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live by like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So those are obviously things that um, of the world and desires that people may um, be tempted by, right? Yes. And then it goes on yes. to say... Um, the fruits of the Spirit. So once you receive the Holy Spirit and uh, build up your spirit, man, it goes on to say, but the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, fruitfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit and let us not become conceited, provoking or envying each other. So I think really good. That really compares our flesh compared and the way I personally used to think compared to the way um, I think after I received the Holy Spirit. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I still have temptations, but the Holy Spirit is there to guide me. And they're not necessarily bad things like I read previously. <laughs> now they're more things like distractions, like um, mm -hmm. like um, live music or a good movie or a good fiction book. I like being entertained, but I know it's not sinful, but you have to realize like, you have to remember the enemy comes to distract you. That comes with like steal, kill, and destroy. Um, one of his tricks is to steal your time. Mm 
so that you're busy and you're not um, effective for the kingdom of the Lord. Yes. Yeah, so I, I have to catch myself. Um, okay, I can watch Netflix, you know, but I also need to take time to read my scripture and pray and spend time with the Lord. <laughs> yes, and also when, you know, back in the day in our 20s and stuff, when we didn't know any better, okay, yeah. you can use it at that point. But once you know better and know, know it, then... It's, he's not saying we won't have temptations and problems, but he's yeah. through them or we can go through them better instead of trying to avoid them or hide from them or something exactly. else. Yeah. Once you learn it, he's going to hold you accountable for it. Yes. But since when we were younger, we, we didn't know the word. So he's not going to hold you accountable for something you don't know. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I know social media can be can be obviously very distracting. Um, oh yeah. It could be used as a good tool too, but it's how you use it. For sure. Exactly. I agree. And that yeah. can be a major distracting point. And... Mm-hmm. What is that gonna? But yeah, this, it's good stuff. And a lot of these are popular verses too that a lot of people can relate with or, you know, that speaks to them that they can understand. Mm-hmm. Especially like what you think on. Um, there's that one verse. Let me think. What is it? Uh, in Philippians. Four, six through nine, like I had an issue with anxiety attacks and um, that helped me because uh, what you think on, like if you fill your time with scary movies or social media and other people's business and, and don't fill it with the word, it's distracting and it can affect how you feel physically and mentally mm -hmm. it's like after I realized um the difference between my mind will and emotions and the Holy Spirit um leading them I think once you truly grasp the Holy Spirit it's like you have to it's not like you have to work hard for these things like the fruits of the Spirit the other things once it takes Effort, I'm not saying it's not like effortless, but when you focus on the heavenly things, the desires of the worldly things dwindle away. Like, for instance, um, Philippians 4, 6 through 9 was a verse that the Holy Spirit led me to when I was having that anxiety and, and to teach me what to think on in order to keep my peace. And um, I think it says, let me look it up real fast. Philippians 4, oh, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, present your requests known to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Jesus Christ. And then it tell, goes on to tell you 
whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, think on those things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So that's basically a guideline. Like if I start thinking on tragic things or, oh, I'm a victim or, oh, I'm upset about this or, you know, then my feelings will follow my thoughts. But if I, it, you know, think on lovely things or admirable things or praiseworthy things, then my feelings are going to follow those thoughts. And so it keeps my peace and my balance, I think. Yes. Definitely. So most that, definitely. Mm -hmm. That's so true. So, I say balance, but the Holy Spirit leads me to keep the balance. But I use that word balance pretty loosely because, I mean... The word says, greater is he that lives me lives in me than he who lives in the world. So I, I can't evenly balance it out because the spirit man should be higher than my, you know, desires and wants and worldly things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's actually a balance. It's more, you know, as long as I keep it in check. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, Kingdom minded true. first <laughs> so that I'm, you know, building up my spirit man and not living on my emotions and my feelings. But you know how you're always giving to others and encouraging help people or helping people. It's almost you can drain yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you if you don't refill the spirit man and build them back up then you're living on your emotions and your feelings and you know, those are fleeting. Those are, those come and go and they're not steady like the word. So I tend to get myself in trouble when I'm exhausted and I haven't sp spent time with the Lord, you know, at, but I'm at work and people are needing me and I'm helping others and it depletes me. And then I have to be alone and recharge. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. We need our quiet time with God and our secret place and our personal time with him, for sure. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of things that affects since, since um, that's affected me and my mind and my spirit and body. But those are just some of the things with my soul. That I've grown through through the years. <laughs> Hopefully it'll keep growing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good stuff. I really liked doing this with you today and talking about this stuff. I could talk about this for a long time. Going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we'll yeah. have to do another time. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Um, thanks, thanks for you. having me. Yeah, thanks for coming and joining us. Appreciate well, you being here. Yeah, it's good. And I will look forward to talking to you tomorrow at church. All right. Sounds right. good. Okay, I'll see you later. All right. Bye. Bye.